Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. You're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. Tonight's Superdoll, our superhero serial story. It's three S's in a row for the price of one, but the price is zero. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. Podcast is going to do the rest. And the way it's going to do it is we're going to create a safe place where there's no agenda other than carrying you off into dreamland in the best way I know how. I'm going to do my best, and I'm going to try to distract you from whatever's going on with you, whatever you're worried about or afraid of or concerned with. You know, tomorrow's, honestly, and I have to relearn this every single day, and I'm not even trying to be punny, but tomorrow, that's it doesn't exist yet. And as, as, uh, at least for me, uh, it's like a heavy burden that's impossible to carry or something, something that's like a paradoxically beyond a paradox because it's impossible. Tomorrow's tomorrow, all right? And you need to get some rest. Okay, and that's what I'm here for. I'm going to distract you from that. Less podcast, a lot less serious than that. Sorry about that. I just got a little serious there. Um, if this is your first time here, I'm just saying. But uh, we're going to distract you from whatever, even intensity that I've. I don't stirred up any feelings there. I did with me. I might be having a panic attack here, but it might be a good panic attack. It might be a joy attack. Who knows? <laughs> Holy cow! You better call my family. If, Call my mom, call my brothers, uh, if I'm having a joy attack, because they won't believe it. Um, well, that's the podcast. We're going to distract you from whatever's going through your brain. But as it goes on, there is going to be some nonsense like that where I'm going to talk about stuff and you know just somehow link it to my childhood and then talk about Oshkosh Bagashes and what was up with those and uh, was that just overalls or was that when did that become go from overalls to a whole clothing line is there a Oshkosh bagash what does that stand for is it Oshkosh Wisconsin you know Oshkosh makes me think of Nashua and I think that's New Hampshire but I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing it right so that's how the podcast is going to go if this is your first time here or your second time um a little a little strange a little off the beaten path but you don't have to listen that closely. You just gotta listen to my voice, and know that you know you're you're you know I'm keep your it'll be like a you know when your dog's when my dog is like distracted by a bug, she's paying attention to that bug, so she's not paying attention to my dinner. You know she's watching that bug. She can't watch my dinner at the same time. I don't know if that makes any sense. Not a lot of this stuff does. That's why I said go ahead and fall asleep. Uh, I think. Oh, boy, that's a, a mouthful. I didn't even have any. Last time I had coffee was like noon. It's like 745 now. But uh, we're on the web, WW. If you're still here, you're either a regular listener or this podcast is for you because you would have left already if it wasn't. So congratulations, and I hope I help you fall asleep, honestly. If I don't, there's other podcasts out there. I'm sorry. Um, but we're on the web, WW Sleep with www three w's dot sleep with me podcast.com superdoll is at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash superdoll that was for you ian 
Uh, I try to do fa- I might have botched it. I, one of the listeners likes when I do stuff like that fast. The website. If you need to get a hold of me, you want to, you have feedback, you have comments, concerns, questions, something to share. You drew a picture, you wrote a song, like some people have. Anything. The feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can comment on the website. I'm at on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. That's where I post sleep related articles irregularly and unreliably there. And you can talk to me there. That's a good place to chat if, if you're fine with that. You can also get a hold of me on uh, Facebook. People get a hold of me on there. Or you can send a letter, Sleep With Me Podcast, P.O. Box 1751, Alameda, California, 94501. I'm getting letters. You can join our SASE. You just send a self-addressed stamped envelope inside an envelope addressed to the previous address. And I'll send you back some notes from the show, some outlines that are in some terrible handwriting which has been confirmed by people that have received their envelopes. That's illegible. But it's just fun. You know, think about your neighbors. They'll be like, whoa, they're getting a handwritten letter. That must be important or something. I don't know. It's just amusing. It's amusing to me to go into a – I mean, I never thought I'd be filled with joy checking a P.O. box, but you know, getting in line at the post office. But, hey – People change, and the change tonight is you stopping, thinking, and going to sleep. All right, so let's get on to Superdoll, and let's get you off to dreamland. How's that sound? We just got some thank yous to uh, send out, some super thank yous to uh, Posty, uh, Posty Poo, Chrissy Poo, over at SoundsLikeAnEarful.com, who does our music, our theme song. Thank you. Check out his podcast, Sounds Like an Earful. The Lord and Lady of the podcast, they uh, haven't heard, heard how things went up in the Poconos. And I'm not very good at dates, so I think they were there last weekend. They might be there this weekend, but hopefully the Lord and Lady are well. Uh, our heroes, Scott and Jennifer, who uh, took care of take care of all our beautiful artwork here at uh, Sleep With Me podcast. It also, uh, guys, like I don't know how many people watch game shows, but... Uh, you know, there's that block, game show block that's been around but for like, I don't even know, 20, 30, 40 years of Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. Now, I'm not here to judge if you're a Jeopardy person or a Wheel of Fortune person or both. I am i don't have the ability to do any Wheel of Fortune related things due to my um, uh, you know, learning disabilities and general problems with words. Uh, but I like Jeopardy. But I don't have anything against Wheel of Fortune. I know they always have these different weeks. Actually, they have them on Jeopardy too. But uh, this week on the podcast, similar to Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, is Mom's Week somehow. It ended up being Mom's Week, so I want to give some shout-outs to moms. My mom. Hey, Mom. I want to say hi on behalf of Erica to her mom, Deb. On behalf of my buddy Jay to the F to Bev, his mom. And my buddy Hub, that's two U's. I say hi to his mom, Mary. Any other moms involved in this podcast, uh, you know, mother, daughter, mother, son, mother, um, uh, whatever, sea creature, lagoon creature combos, welcome. This is, I wouldn't say this is a totally mom-friendly podcast, but uh, if your mom has trouble sleeping and it works for her, that's great. Other, other thank yous, I want to say hi to all the new listeners who said hi and sh- Oh, wait, first off, I want to say, yeah. I don't always get everybody that shares stuff on Facebook, and I know, but 
I know Beth W. has been sharing a lot about us, promoting us on Facebook, so thank you. And I think someone, a new listener named Aaron S. has been, so thank you. We'll say hi to our new listener from Tasmania, Jen M. I don't know if she's necessarily a new listener, but getting a hold of me, new. I want to say hello to Horatio C. over on Twitter. There's a new uh, person following us on Twitter, listens to the podcast, I think, forming a community that I'll be checking in on every once in a while called Insomunity. Uh, maybe possibly a, a community community to augment ours about insomnia. We'll see how that develops. Our friend Jeannie is up on her podcast, is up on iTunes now. It's called Plugging Into Life. And it's a podcast for people that are suffering from chronic pain. And I want you to check it out. On the way home, walking home, I was listening to her second episode. And it's great. I think it's a great podcast. It's going to be a great resource. And I'm proud of what she's done so far and i look forward to seeing what she does in the future but check that out plugging into life it'll be on itunes it is on itunes or you can go over to pluggingintolife.com and i think that's it for uh i also want to say thank you for the piece of leather leather i received with a letter in the mail from an anonymous listener very funny thank you for your letter wonderful letter and the leather, wonderful leather, leather and leather in one. I just said letter and leather in one. Leather, 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 leather. It wasn't a leather letter, though. It was a letter and leather or leather and letter. See, I mean, this is fun. All right, thank you, everybody who inter- interacts, who does interact, who just listens and smiles. I can sense that somehow. Uh, those vibrations too, if you want to call them vibrations or energy waves or support or enjoyment, it stimulates me. Oh boy, does it. So thank you so much. All right. All right tonight's another episode of Superdoll. I'll be your narrator, uh, carrying you unreliably through the uh, story. You also have Action Voice who's going to inter- introduce the show real quick. But first, I want to catch you up on what's been going down. If you, uh, if you, you can check out the older episodes, but you don't really need to because I'm going to give it to you in a couple breaths here. You had a guy, you had a team of superheroes. Their job's to protect Earth from uh, stuff. Uh, they just are on call to protect Earth. And then this dude shows up from the past. We call, They were calling him Carbon Man. That might even be his name. He had some sort of fire-based power. He said he was from the 1950s. He needed to get back to the 1950s to defend against an invasion. But they had him in quarantine. He couldn't go. And then, you know, he got out. I can't remember. There's some stuff in the middle. Then he got out of the base. They met with some guy. He found out about some secret way to go back in time. He's going to go back. But they also found out if he goes back in time, he could disrupt their time, the current, you know, present. Present, you know, like way worse than the, the Hollywood. Those Hollywood fat cats have been betraying time travel. Like it's some sort of wacky... uh Sitcom setup. It turns out it's not. It's a disastrous messing with time. So bad idea. Their job's to protect Earth. They got to stop this guy from going back in time. Because we're not clear on the consequences. And the you know when you're not clear on the consequences, how are you going to be prepared for him or something? So he's racing back to their base to get this mysterious item that could take him back in time. 
Our heroes were split up, but I don't know if that's important anymore because they're all headed back to the base to stop Carbon Man. And that's where we're going to pick up. Now, my buddy, I'm going to turn my uh, things over for, for a quick second to my buddy Action Voice. Action Voice, are you in the house? I'm here. All right, thank you. Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and germs, if any germs are listening, stay out of my nose. And uh, <laughs> Action Voice is in a good mood tonight because I'm here to tell you a tale. Tale of a planet called Earth and a team of superheroes whose job it is to defend Earth and Earth's designants, human, human beings, and all the creatures of Earth to defend them in Earth's greatest hour of need. And this team of heroes waits because they're on call for when the time comes when Earth and the entire planet, all living creatures on the planet as a whole, are endangered. This team of superheroes will intervene. And they wait for that moment in time when something happens, something so, uh, you know, uh, dangerous or threatening that all the uh, established government agencies and uh, people who would intervene cannot possibly stop whatever is happening. And we need a team of heroes to rise up and defend us. And these heroes plan on doing it, and they will. This is the tale they're waiting. This is Superdoll. Hey, guys, this is the narrator again. I've just been taking it back from Action Voice. So, uh... Looks like I got to the scene of the story a little bit late, and I can see the entire Superdoll team is gathered on a, it was a, not a mountaintop, but a um, some sort of cliff top, it's something that's overlooking their base in the distance and the sun's rising. Maybe it's setting. I'm not sure. I don't have a, a compass or it had been going to be... I barely know my left from my right. But anyway, they're meeting. And I'm just going to get a little closer and, you know, uh, segue it into uh, the story for you. So they're around near the base. Everybody's there. We got Electra, Omaha, Flex, Nine, Lick, and Mesmaro, our heroes. Maybe, I mean, maybe. Uh, I, I don't have all the answers. All right. So I'm going to turn it over. You know, uh, I'll be back probably if you need me to reestablish any uh, scenes or anything. I guess the sun, uh, I guess it's still on the horizon. So, uh, but yeah, all right. I'll see you in a minute. All right. Well, I think, does everybody understand the part in their plan? Uh, yeah, I, got, I think I got my part pretty, uh, pretty down. Yeah, I got my part. Um, uh, yeah. I, understand well do you have my part written down because i think i understand it but i was leaning on that flow chart who we were using earlier and uh just uh as a so okay you're looking at me oh you're you're influencing my emotions quit being ridiculous and think yes i understand my part clearly i have the magic or my word do how come we don't have catchphrases i'd like to have that as my catchphrase. Oh, I guess, yeah, because we don't appear normally. We're just around at the end. If the world's about to end, stop that. So we don't really need... Oh, okay. Okay, I'm being quiet. I understand. I understand you're all looking at me. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, 
I'm ready. I'm ready to stop this carbon man. I'm I'm just wondering again, uh, not to stir up trouble, just to uh, state the obvious. Everyone wants me to state the obvious. Uh, sorry, Electra. But why again we just blow up the base? He's in the base. We watched him so, so go in there. I have uh, insect spies watching him now. He's in the base. And uh, that uh, there's someone from Nag in there. Some, I, I can't. Uh, one of those pretty boys that wears the suits and the things there. But uh, he's in there. Why don't we just blow up the base? I could actually have uh, I could have a, a run of lightning bugs. And believe it or not, uh, they would do whatever I tell them. We could just, you know, you, you, we could do uh, gravity, all our powers together, just wipe the base out. I know we'd have to find a new place to live. But we we could be sure that government's dead. He won't be doing any time travel whatsoever. It seems much safer from here, and uh, you know, no downside. I don't. There, there's no. I understand Omaha. I understand, but I need to go in there. There's not going to be any danger if everyone follows their plan. I won't be at risk. None of you will be at risk, and Carbon Man will be stopped. Now, I just need to get in there. And face him face to face to be sure that there's just not like a point zero percent like chance that he's right or that we need him. I just need to probe his mind a little bit, and I don't think we need to take him out. I mean, if he, if I will believe me. I have no soft spot for this man of carbon, carbon man. We don't even know Ava's backstory at all, except he supposedly had a partner who was killed by some alien ray. And he's... So I've never... I've Well, I've trusted him. I, I've be, but anyway, the point is, there's a small chance we may need him. So just taking out the base is the easy way out. And then we can't... What, what we do cannot be undone. So I'm going to go in, if you're all ready. I'm going to go in, and let's carry out the plan. Is everyone ready? Well, let's... Um, you know, I've seen... the move. Let's all put our hands in the middle... And, uh, let's, uh, well, we can't all talk at once. I, I guess I'm the leader. You know, I trust you all. My life is not really in your hands because it'll be fine. I can see concern. This is going to be fine. He's not going to disturb time. We are going to stop Carbon Man. We are going to stop Carbon Man. And we're going to essentially save the world. I mean, it's under th- it's threats. Okay, Electra, let's just do this. Okay, let's stop uh, debating. Okay. All right, let's go. All right, Brad, you need to hide. Collector's on its on her way. Well, well, how do you know that, Carbon Man? She's just mentally semi so She's got that uh, power of emotion, slight to pel to you know mind thing. I've worked with the uh, telepath, telepathists, or whatever they call them, uh, mind melder types. But she's not that. She's a She's on her way. Why don't you hide somewhere? I don't need you getting involved in this. Uh, this is a uh, hero, hero, hero talk. Well, I just need to know uh, what, what are you going to threaten her or are you going to take her out? Just hide before I do away with you, Brad. All right, I'll be uh, hidden. Why don't you, are you going to close your eyes so you don't know where I am? Just hide, Brad. I, I prepare. What do I get myself ready for this? Damn. All right, take Oh, okay, to clear your mind so she doesn't know what's coming. 
Oh, well, I just heard the uh, lobby doors fall off the hinges there. And this is footsteps. Hello, Electra. Is that you coming in? Uh, yes, it is, uh, Carbon Man. It's me. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I'm here, Carbon Man. Well, Electra, uh, it's, it's uh, good to see you. Um, it's been a little while. Well, it hasn't been it hasn't been that long since you just took off. Did you find the uh, relic you were looking for to travel back into time? Uh, no, I didn't, Electra. Well, that's because it's right here with me. You you have you have you just brought the uh, relic in here with you to me. Yeah, Carbon Man, I did because. Uh, because I, I'm I'm curious if my instinct is right about you or not. I'm pretty sure you are a hero, Carbon Man. And I'm pretty sure you're just a little mixed up about what being a hero means. And you know, you know, maybe you you you've got your priorities a slightly out of whack. So I wanna put it here, it's just this piece of paper. It uh it has some sort of uh if if you're never mind, you're from the 1950s. You won't get e-ink display. It's not an e-ink display. It's magical. It's some sort of scroll. We I was using it to help out Miss Morrow with his decision making. And that's the thing about the uh, relic, Carbon Man. You could use it to make the right decision too. It'll uh, assist you in whatever you need assisting with. Well, what's the uh, history behind this relic, uh, Electra? Well, that's not. That's irrelevant. Well, we both know that's irrelevant right now. You're just, uh, you're just buying time? Or what are you doing? Well, originally I was hoping you'd come in with somebody else and I was going to get the drop on them and, you know, threaten you or them to reveal where the uh, uh, relic was. So I'm still, uh, I'm not sure if you're messing with me or that uh, piece of paper. Oh, there is something moving. It looks like uh, that's... Uh, uh, it's like it's writing something, but I can't quite tell. I, 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 I just need the relic. Why don't you hand it to me? Uh, you could reach out and get it. What were you saying? Well, I was going to get the drop, you know, uh, I was hoping you'd be with Flex or uh, maybe uh, I, I wouldn't have minded smelling that Omaha's hair. I tried one other time, but, you know, I was going to hold one of them hostage. And then I knew you'd give me the relic or tell me where it was. Well... You didn't have to do that, did you? Anyway, I, I know what your game is with the obvious move of just threatening and taking. But I want you to make the decision yourself, Carbon Man. It's either go back to something you have no the past, which we we haven't established whether it exists or not, but the present does. And there's people living in this present, real people. Real people that have heroes here to defend them and that understand, well, I guess they don't understand what the, they don't really know that much about us other than we're here to protect them. But that's what a hero does, protects the people in situations where they can't protect themselves. If you, you know, if you were, I don't know, Carbon Man, you know, it's your choice. You can be a hero or a villain in my mind. Reach out. Take the artifact, go back in time, and and, and what, and what, get, get you're probably going nowhere, 
And even if you are, you're going to destroy an entire world that's real. And you're going to have to live with that in the past, which will be your present. And if there's nothing there, you'll be trapped there. Not sure what Brad Bradderson told you, but I can sense his stink in the room. And I don't know if you've you know, thought it all through, Carbon Man. I'm sure you're concerned and you're overwhelmed and... And, you know, everyone wants a hero to just think things straight and make the right choice. But you need to pause before your choice and think, why does Nag want you to go back in time and disrupt things? Do you think they just, Electra, I need you to stop speaking. Um, I've got my weapon trained on you. And I also have something called a, a tape, uh, tape uh, something or other in my hand. That was is something that I know will take you out or damage you or destroy you. Do you know what's on this tape? My uh, taping machine. Oh, I know what's on there, Carbon Man. So I guess you've made your choice. Why don't you go ahead and take the artifact? You'll have to take me out first. Well, uh, I don't want to do that, Electra. Well, if you're a hero, you're making, you know, take me out. I'm the villain then. One of us is. Yeah, Brad, you might as well come on. I can see you peeking out of that closet door. Oh, Electra, so good to see you. Okay, I don't want you talking, Bradderson. Brad, whatever your name is. <sighs> Electra, I got to do what's right. I uh, got to I gotta go back and save my people. Okay, well, I didn't, I thought, hmm, okay, well, I expected, uh, oh, uh, so, what, are you going to press play on that? Yeah, do you have any, uh, anything less, less things to say, because I don't know what's going to happen to you if I press play on this. Oh, I'll tell you what will happen to me, Carbon Man. I will, my, my, I'll go into some sort of, you'll see, it won't be pretty, and it'll be, it, it could potentially be gross, and maybe you should close your eyes when you do it. But yeah, I do have something to say because I just finished a book. And besides everything that's been happening with you and everything else, it was a very, very long book. And I fell in love with the main character. I mean, in a figurative sense, I loved the main character. She was a strong, heroic woman, or so I thought. And in the end, she greatly disappointed me by falling in love with a man I never respected. And, uh, but she did teach me one thing about your weakness, Carbon Man. Uh, excuse me, Electra, are you, spe uh, this Brad here, uh, I, I think you're confused. I think I know what book you're speaking of. Oh, do you, Brad, you read? Uh, I've, I think I know the book you're r r speaking of. And actually, she was in love with the character, the man you find so unappealing that you lost respect for the main characters that you're just it is brad radderson but this is not the best time for a literary discussion oh i just want to you know because i want to make sure we're on the same because she was in love with him but since she was in you know since the hand-holding thing in like sixth grade but you said you had a great respect for her but she was it but oh brad that was before i got to know the male character.
Now, Electra, side question, were those dual protagonists or was she, she was the main protagonist. Give me a break. What about that third guy? Oh, he was great. Did you like him? I hope, I wish he was. Okay, guys, you got to stop this discussion of books or whatever you're talking about. Uh, or just, can you finish your last words, Electra? I'm sorry. And I just want to get this. So, okay, well, I'm going to do what she taught me about overcoming powerful men. Oh, oh, Electra, you just did what I, uh, it kicked me in the, and that is the end of that tape player. And guys, this is the, uh, uh, you know, it's action doesn't carry so well in these, uh, Thing so I pa- I had pause. Electra kicked Carbon Man in the nuts. There, the tape player fell to the ground. And she stepped on it. Brad's frozen, watching her. Uh, okay, I'm gonna hit, hit play again. Oh, oh, Electra, oh. Carbon Man, you're under arrest or whatever authority. Brad, you're you're you and Nag. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do about you guys. But I am going to uh, I'm going to put you in a holding cell for now, Brad, until I find out if you're acting alone or under authority of Nag, and then we'll deal with you uh, as we deal with you. Do you understand? I don't think you understand, Electra, because I'm standing too far away for you to kick me, and I have in my hand a backup device, and I have something to say to you, Electra, with your heroic things and you're dancing around and you're uh, carbon man you're still in pain you got to get up man uh carbon man go ahead and pick up the thing yeah oh electric could just hand that to me thanks uh uh electra i have a little quote for you every time a newborn baby cries i hold my head and close my eyes because I believe you're screwed, Electra. You know what, Bradderson? I don't like you. Okay, guys, this is the narrator real quick. Carbon Man just smoked or turned Brad into smoke with his fire hands. So Brad's gone. Carbon Man seems to have the, uh, the thing, the, uh, what do you call it, uh, um artifact how do I forget that and it looks like Electra's in shock press play again well Carbon Man it looks like you've uh, I can't tell if that was heroic or just brave or maybe even misogynistic in some way you should just let him take me out because I don't want to live in a world where heroes are more concerned with past hair what I, I don't even know i don't have a point i'm just oh wait i do have a point in five four three two one so a narrator again sound effects to create a transition because i don't want to wake anybody up that probably i'll get rid of the sound effects uh, I don't want to wake anybody up that's asleep with the, the intensity of sound effects that would actually be happening is um, the roof. And I, I think it was probably like a combination of termites and gravitational um, action. So probably Omaha and uh, Nine working together. The roof like lifted off the building and was jettisoned away. And then this giant spaceship 
like straight out of friggin star like star wars type movie like a metal iron gray um really big especially can't tell if it's like but it's it flies right over the roof of the base and obviously uh electra and carbon man are in shock but carbon man's a little bit less in shock and i'll, I'll try to you know i'll try to hit pause and rewind i'm gonna do a try to be subtler right now play well carbon man what's that in the sky what what what, what does that look familiar okay I know this is some sort of mind trick you're playing on me, clearly. So I'm going to activate this thing and go into the past. Oh, wait a second. And then right as he says, oh, wait a second, a, a beam shoots out of the ship and strikes the uh, strikes the artifact that's in Carbon, Carbon's man hand. Car, strike, strikes the artifact that's in Carbon's, Carbon Man's hands and shoots it and it vanishes and then a play oh where's the artifact uh the artifact has been shot into the future uh well, not too far in the future and i'm i don't know we, we don't know how the how that ship works exactly but if it was the same weapon that was used on you to shoot you into the future here it uh shot the uh artifact into the future, maybe. I don't know. They sh- I told them to shoot the artifact before you could use it. So they, they shot it. I don't know where it is, but that's a future beam, supposedly, like you said. Uh, or, or, well, why is the ship here? If, uh, if, uh, oh God, what a, this is a hallucination, isn't it? It's not a hallucination, Carbon Man. That is the ship you, uh, dealt with in the past in 1950 here in present day 2014 well, that, that doesn't make a lick of sense what's it doing here uh, uh, okay carbon man why don't you sit down because you're uh you're you know you burn the only other baby uh, crying device you had in your possession so i have the drop on you now and uh I'm evaluating what to do with you or about you. But yeah, that's the ship. It's here. It does not make any sense, not even to me. But what does make sense to me is that uh, we we discovered it, like discovered it when a long story, way, way too long of a story. But Lick found it on the way out to Area 51 when he went into the little alien inn. There was this drunk old man there. And he said, you look like one of the friggin' jerks from the Feneza nag friggin' or something or other. I don't know. And then he asked this man what it was. And then while while Lick was in the uh, inn, he blurted nag, creating a distraction where he shot out and looked in Area 51, located the ship, and assumed... A great leap of faith that it was the same ship you were talking about, because I guess you guys had a couple of long chats about it at one time or another. Now, I don't know what to say to you, Carbon Man. <sighs> I don't know what to say. I, I think you're a good man, and I can see why you almost destroyed everything to go back into your time and try to save it, but those opportunity is gone. Now, as you notice the ship's flying off and landing, we're going to investigate this ship because I don't know. 
what the heck is going on. We've obviously got some sort of cover-up or government alien involvement or something. And right now we're going to need your help to ensure the people of Earth are safe. Now, I know you have some hero in you somewhere, Carbon Man. I wonder if you can dig deep and find it. I don't I don't know if I'm a hero, Electra. I almost took took your life and or let Brad Bradderson take it. And uh I'm ashamed that I was ever a hero. Well you know, don't live in the past, Carbon Man. That was you know, that was just a few minutes ago and I'm not over it. But I need to create a professional type vault inside me and do my job as a heroine and as a hero, whatever, uh, you know, if that's a masculine term, I'm a hero. I know what I am. And I know what you are deep down, Carbon Man. You're a human being. And you made a mistake, and now you can either let it take you out or you can learn from it. Now we got an alien spaceship that landed in there. I'd love to have a look around. Maybe it's not even an alien spaceship. Maybe it's a man-made spaceship. Maybe that wasn't some time machine ray. I don't know. We need to figure out if this was the ship that actually hit you or just a close approximation of it. And then we need to figure out what the hell Nag is doing with a giant spaceship that for the likes we've never seen before. That was also in the 1950s shooting him into the future and why. And we need answers. But really what we need to know is who's in charge here of keeping the people of Earth safe. Because this may be something that's so big. It's bigger than, I mean, the ship is bigger than all of us, clearly. And, uh, but I don't know how to wrap my brain around this one, Carbon Man. And I'm going to need your help. Because I know... The way you crispy fried brat over there, you're going to come in handy against Nag. So are you with us, or are you just going to give up and I can just throw you in a cell and let you uh, cry yourself to sleep or whatever it is, people that aren't here. I mean, well, I, I've cried myself to sleep and I'm a hero, but you know what I mean. Are you going to quit or are you going to fight? And by fight, I mean fight because now we're in it. A wrong has been done, and it needs... Well, it doesn't matter. Right and wrong no longer matters. Safety is what matters. People of the Earth know that no matter what... I don't, I don't even know what they know about us anyway. Have you made your decision is what I'm saying. I, I lecture, I'm ashamed to say I have, and I'm with you. But I also have all these weapons here to hurt your teammates. And I think you should know the next stockpiled weaponized uh, stuff to take out your team. And they're, they have a strike force hidden nearby. So I don't think this trouble is even close to being over. And I, I'd love to at least start the uh, process of uh, undoing the damage that I've done to our friendship. Well, it's presumptuous that you say we were friends, but uh, it's nice of you to desire a friendship with me. And that could be a possibility in the future, but uh, as long as we keep it, you know, our you know, friendship's a nice bonus to getting our jobs done and being prepared to do our jobs and understanding the chain of command where I'm at the top and you're not even in the chain yet. You're a piece of um, a thing we found on the ground and maybe we'll queue up and maybe we won't. But let's go check the ship out. 
I've got a plan for nagging their weapons. And we're going to see who's going to cry like a baby. Because I have a feeling we're going to see some... I don't, I don't know. I was trying to sound like an action, action-y. But let's go, Carbman. I don't need to sound so action-y. All right, guys. This is the narrator. Uh, this is probably a good place to stop as any. So, uh, the team. Carbman made a bad choice, but it seems like he's maybe going to m- try and make it right. Brad Bradderson's gone. And Nag's up to no good, it sounds like. Our heroes are uh, checking out the spaceship and... Sounds like something's still on the horizon. But what's on the horizon for you is a good night's sleep, all right? I hope you're asleep now. If you're not, you know, drift away like the sun, lowering down the horizon slowly, lowering down the horizon below it. Where the sun goes to sleep, it's warm. Despite what you hear about the sun, it's soft and cuddly. It's under your bed. Filling your bed with a, a, a warmth and security that makes you so tired and sinky. You're sinking right into the bed. So get a good night's sleep, all right? Good night.